I'm Commander Shepard, and this is Casually Hardcore, my favorite podcast on the internet. The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. I don't like this place. Alive! It's alive! It's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Alpha Geek Radio, simulcasting on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. To join in the show, we have all kinds of interesting new things for you to try on for size. One of them being, as it turns out, extremely beta, because I couldn't get the damn audio working. <clears throat> However, if you would be so kind, if you are listening live, to come over to alphageekradio.com and click on the video tab, tell me if you're at least getting a stable stream and at least getting audio off the little built-in microphone on the life cam. I had intended to be streaming the audio from the mixing desk... However, 90 minutes later, and it's still not working. Mm -hmm. So this is just round one of what will probably be many, many beta tests before we ever go full video. Is that like full Monty? We just like totally did not do our intro like we normally do. Mm -mm. We just crashed that. What? This is all beta. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and this is but now we can return to the normal. I am Nowise. I am Grail. And I am Daxa. Welcome to our little corner of the interwebs. And we are hardcore. Yep, hardcore. We today. are hardcore. Didn't yes. even think about that. <laughs> I was distracted right. by the stupid video thing. See, that's hardcore. Evil, evil Justin <laughs> TV. <laughs> and, do, actually I didn't even look because my IRC was puking because Q was missing. Yeah, Q's back. When Q goes away, it's a scary, scary, dark, mm -hmm. dark place. Q's back though. I'm not talking about John Delancey. If you're joining us live, and you should be, in the IRC is our very own producer, Nay, IRC rep, the wonderful and bearded Barry Von Awesome. Barry White, save my life. If you have something to bring to our attention during the show, please send your personal message to the aforementioned Barry VA, and he will bring it to our attention. Don't PM the hosts directly during the show, because we'll ignore you. Yep. <laughs> I, I even ignore before the show, apparently. Before <laughs> Doc Dead was sending me a message, I'm like, what is that? It's not ready. 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 Huh? Yeah. Who's this Doc Dead guy? What's this IRC thing? What is that? Why is there a separate tab? That's Who are weird. you people and what are you doing in my home? You know what? And by now he should know better. He should be sending it to me. I'm the only one who ever pays attention. That's right. But you weren't in. I, don't, I think this was before you guys oh. got to real IRC. You were in like issues. limbo IRC. Yeah, you were in some net split. <laughs> Limbo, dark hell of badness. I don't know. Mm. That's right. But anyway. Yeah, the drinking light definitely is on. Yes, because you brought me Stella Artois. That's right. Mm -hmm. mm. And I can I can toast the audience if, if any of them are actually watching. Hello. Cheers. Num -num. Definitely my lager of choice. Oh, yes. For mass-produced stuff. That's pretty good. It's, it's kind of the Budweiser of the European kind. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it it's... 
But it's, like most things, not Budweiser, it's yeah. better. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, it was funny. I was talking to a couple of friends yesterday about this. The fact that before the Super Bowl, we were all kind of like, I wanted to kind of try the Budweiser black, black label. Oh, my God. Like, that sounds like because it's their 7% uh, alcohol. Oh, they've made a high octane yeah. Budweiser. So I'm not tuned in. I'm like, I gotta always try this. So then... But then the Super Bowl happened, and they aired like two or three ads that were just god awful. They were awful. so horrible. They turned turned you off the product. It was like early. hipsters yeah. drinking Budweiser with like a brewmaster there talking about how you know cool Budweiser Black Label was, and it was just like. Okay, here's a clue, corporate America: do not use hipsters to advertise your yeah, product. It was just, it was just didn't uh. work. And I, the, one of the best tweets I saw was somebody's like, you know, I'd buy Budweiser if they actually show co- commercials of people that really, really drink, drink Budweiser, Budweiser. Yes. drinking Budweiser. <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, their commercials. Speaking of commercials, the commercials weren't all that great anyway this, this year during no. the Super Bowl. I wasn't impressed. There was a few. The goat one was good with the, the Doritos. The goat and Doritos was pretty good. The, the M&M goat one just was fun. freaks out when there's no Doritos in the house and like corners this poor guy. That was pretty cool. <laughs> okay, I can I can get on board with that. The M and M's doing the I would do anything, but I won't do that meatloaf song okay. while they're like trying to eat him the whole time. Oh, <laughs> so or anything for love. Um, I would do anything for love. And my fr- and I still am fat. Yeah. <laughs> You're so mean. It's meatloaf. He's been spelt like once in his life. When was he that? He slimmed down to like <laughs> one movie-year-old. Like, when was that? Really? And then came bounced right wow. back. Anyways. So, yeah, Love I mean, meatloaf. But, and the, the best line of any commercial, though, was the guy who's in the laundromat with the girl. He's, she's like, oh, thanks for helping me out with that. And he's like, he has a pair of her underwear. And he goes, I'd fold your panties anytime. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, what? He goes, what? <laughs> Like, that was awesome. Uh, But, yeah, other than that, I mean, you know, three commercials out of a three, well, in this case, almost four-hour game game. because there was a blackout during it, a partial blackout. See, and I was completely dialed out of the whole Super Bowl thing because life proceeds. If you read my blog post on Alpha Geek and you'll understand what the hell's been going on in my life. Um, But I did have um, TweetDeck up. During the show, and uh-huh. the, the tweets that were coming during the blackout were freaking awesome. Yeah. Oh, we were making so much fun out of it. It was, <laughs> I got, you know, three or four versions of the Instagram picture of the Super Bowl halftime show, and it's just a black square. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see, what was it? It Was it on uh, The Daily Show or The Colbert, Sh- Colbert Show where they were doing, like, it was one of the cities that, it was during a flood, I think, wasn't it? Okay. Like and Sandy only a, par- a, partial, a partial portion of the city was flooded, and that portion was all anarchy, and the other one was Oh, like, yeah. You know? It was during the hurricane, the aftermath of Sandy. That's they had okay. somebody there tweeting from Manhattan, and there was, like, the one side that had power. <laughs> yes. And it was, like, they're sipping <laughs> no. tea. And one of cool. the tweets that came through is, <laughs> yeah. what this needs is, oh, what's his name? Jason, Jason Jones. Jason Jones. Yeah. From the Colbert, from uh, the uh, Daily, Daily show, show, reporting in with his tie tied yes! around his right, head. right. That's exactly what I said when they went back to the guy. They said, "Like back to you, somebody," and he was on the side with light. <laughs> and I, I don't even know what or what can you tell us about this? And I think Grail goes, "We have light." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I went, "That's awesome." I expect the other guy to have his tie wrapped yeah, around his head. Yeah, you want complete anarchy on the other side, just the other side of the field, like just in, insanity. Uh, that would have been great. So. Yeah, so otherwise, though, it, I mean, football-wise, it was an entertaining game. 
Yeah. Now, I have to ask because I've, I've picked up on the the greater cultural cultural consciousness. What's the deal with the horse? Why does everyone talk about the advertisement with the horse? Oh, oh because it's, it's Budweiser. It it's sweet. It's always every year Budweiser does a commercial where they have the Clydesdales in it, and it's like a very. It's always they're non funny. Familiar with the Clydesdales? Very. Yeah. About, they keep talking about the guy and the horse. The guy and the like, horse. Well, and then the- they kiss. No, they don't kiss, okay? The guy, the guy. it's like your pet. You bring up this pet, and then he goes off, and he's part of the Budweiser clan horse thing. Okay. And he doesn't see him again, and he sees them down a parade, and he, like, is happy that the, his, the horse is there, and he's about to leave, and the horse, they're, you know, taking them off their, I guess they're all saddled together, and they're taking yeah, them. Yeah, they're harnessed. They're yeah. harnessed together, and they're taking them off, and the horse runs away to go say bye to the guy, and the guy hugs him. He hugs his head. See, all the, all the tweets I was seeing, like, okay, now kiss. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're not kissing. He hugs his head. It's sweet. Uh-huh. It's his pet. Poor horsey. Poor horsey. <laughs> oh, piggly. It's like... Just... <laughs> no. The eye and the horse. Yeah. It was sweet. It was Aww. cute. Yeah, it was all right. It's better than the other commercials. Yeah, yeah. Over there, some some losers. Other, some, other than the hipster Budweiser, yeah. Budweiser ones were complete duds. The GoDaddy the horse this one, year was the GoDaddy was weird. Just, yeah, it was kind of creepy. Because I'm all GoDaddyed out right now. Yeah, because I've been moving our servers to them. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You probably don't want to um, watch it then. <laughs> yeah, I just I mean that, that was been a monstrous undertaking. It, it turned out well, and to their credit. I mean, the prices they can offer because the, the volume that they can leverage with their installed base, I mean, you cannot beat it. Mm-hmm. Basically, for sub $10 a month, unlimited disk storage and unlimited bandwidth usage. Yeah. That's really good. Not bad. I can't really beat that with a stick. Yep. Other than free. So, if you... Yeah, free free was what we were trying to tap dance on before, and look where it got yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. Got us in, in a corner with not enough bandwidth and slow downloads. Exactly. So, if you had previously been experiencing bad forum performance and more noticeably slow episode downloads, as of a little under a week ago... As of the third, I think, right? You were doing it... A- that should all be a thing of the past. You should have nice... Sprightly, fast downloads, responsive servers. Everything seems to be in order. All the ancient archives, even all the old WoW radio stuff is still up there. Wow. None of it's been thrown away. It took a while to get it up there. So those couple days of limbo where you had like the most recent three episodes and then a a vast void. Mm. Everything's there now. So if you find something that does not appear to be operating normally, don't tell me. I don't want to (laughs) know. No, that's just, just lie to me. Just, just, lie, to lie, me. To just me. say it's all working. Tell me soothing, well. soothing right. lies. Because that was a freaking just. If you've ever done that kind of thing where you've had a server in place for a number of years and you move it to a new one where it's got the new versions yeah. of all the different software packages, you get to collide with every version incompatibility right. with each of those packages. Oi, followed by ve. <laughs> it is done. <laughs> but to, yeah, to their credit, crappy uh, commercials, commercials aside, aside <laughs> they seem to have a, a, nice. a good product to the point where if you the the blog post I put up, I just bought another one for myself. So oh. this deal is too good to be true. Right. And dusted off the Alpha Geek Radio site and have been experimenting on it and making it more than just the little stub that it was before. Porn. 
Do I even need to say? <laughs> Unlimited storage. Well, you Graham. said it. Unlimited storage. You said it was a little stub, so. <laughs> <laughs> Reach for that drop-in panel. Reach yeah. for it. <laughs> Silence. <sighs> or actually, where is? Let's see. It's been a while since. I've, still not back in the group because we came back for one whole one day, whole week, yeah. and then I didn't know where his. We're talking about his little stub. Penis. That there we can go. go right for there. <laughs> right. Or as he likes to call it in private. <laughs> <And anyway. laughs> Don't touch the Murloc. <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. Anyway. Um. <laughs> <laughs> is there something we need to know? Yeah. We're no, a little too close to home? There is nothing you need to know. <laughs> you call it murky, don't you? <laughs> oh, my God. Lurky? Lurky would be better, actually. <laughs> Gurky if he's been sweaty. Oh, my God. <laughs> the looks that, see, you guys are lucky that the camera's pointed at yeah. me because the looks these two are exchanging are priceless. I, I think we're on the something. same thing I call my mech, Thundercats. <laughs> oh, no. Oh! Oh! <laughs> anyway. Just keep saying thunder. That's right. Thunder. 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 Oh, no ho yet. Thunder. You uh, guys are. No, no ho. No ho. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways. Hi. Anyways. Oh, we've been away for too long. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I did some land gaming actually yesterday. Now, when you say land gaming, you got to explain. I mean, like local area network gaming, which requires cables to be strung. We didn't go quite, you know, ten base T or anything, but we did have actually a ten base five coax baby. Uh, We did have a long table that was set up. I think there was nine computers at the height of the gaming. I got to say, you know, my skills at first-person shooters are nowhere near what they used to be. You're not a 12-year-old Twitch gamer anymore. But they're better than most 30 year <laughs> <laughs> so you still dominate. I still, had, I still had a lot of juice to me. There where it was like people had difficulty with, like, circle strafing. <laughs> like, circle strafing. Yeah. The only thing that really got me is we were playing Star Wars Battlefront, like the original, mm-hmm. and I forgot how dominating the vehicles were, so I was running out there just shooting people, and then somebody would come in with, like, an ATST or uh, some of the stupid droid tanks right. that are, like, taking and just run over you. ever to kill. Like, if you're not in a vehicle, you're just done. Yeah, it was horrible. So, but, yeah. Played some of that. Played some Quake Three, which I actually had never really played. So, but I mean, it plays like Quake. So, yeah, but it, was, it had some fun maps. With, oh, it was cool. The, the trampolines were my favorite part yeah. of Quake Three Arena. Yeah, there was. I only got. I mean, of course, I got there a little late, so it was like the last map they were going to play, and then they switched games. So I jumped in, finally got it, you know, working right on my machine. Because of course, that was the other. This is the other horror <laughs> show of land gaming is. Nobody has the same version of anything because it's like uh-huh. here's the list of games to get. Yeah, nobody ever mentions like should I patch it? Should I not patch should it? I what mod? Are, what mods? You know, are you what running? mods? Exactly. Battlefront. It's like oh, let's have some extra maps, and like one person had extra maps, the other people didn't. It was like oh, so like like land gaming as always. It's like you know. One Seven third gaming <laughs> and two thirds technical issues yep. <laughs> and talking and stuff like that. So, yep. But it was still was uh, interesting to get back into. So played that and then uh, played 
at the end of the night, we were down to just four of us, so we played StarCraft with two people that have never played StarCraft before. <laughs> so it was a lot of, all right, we'll put it four on four. We'll go against the computer. Yeah, that game ended fast because they got rolled really quick. So then it was like, okay, we'll go two on four. And by the third game, they actually started kind of getting, like, everybody lived and, uh, you know, they managed to get through the tech tree a little bit. So it was good. It was a fun, you know, teaching experience. Who was, who was your partner? No, it was, it was uh, all of us against the computer. Oh, got it. So, yeah. So we were just going against two computers. And uh, it, uh, you know, it was good. It was enough that they would attack. But if needed, the two of us that had played StarCraft before could send some troops down mm. and help them out. So it worked out well. Excellent. Interesting. I wasn't there. I was working. It was sad. Yep. It was very sad. It was. My honey is working far away again. She's gotten off the plane in Florida right before showtime. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, the arch nemesis accepted the nap implant with uh, token resistance. Yeah, exactly. Yes. The loud-ass token resistance. Right. Token resistance, <laughs> token nonetheless. resistance. <sighs> yeah. We did see warm bodies, too, yeah. though. And... It was is it really, as cute as it looks? It is so cute. Yeah, it's really, it's kind of funny. It's don't be really creepy, cute. Don't be creepy, don't be creepy. Don't right. be creepy, don't be creepy. <laughs> and his face when he's thinking don't be creepy is the best face ever. He's yeah, it's obvious he's, really he's being creepy. as creepy as possible. Uh, no, it was really good. Too I had much. Uh, yeah. Rob Cordry in there? Yeah, yeah. Rob Cordry. <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> So if you don't know, the, the, the concept behind Warm Bodies is you, zombie apocalypse, mm-hmm. two flavors of zombies. Right. There's the good old shamblers, mostly still have the meat on them, and then there's the bonies, right. which are the ones who have given in to the ennui uh, yeah. of zombie existence mm-hmm. and are fast zombies and right. nasty. And, and it's the love story between the one zombie... What is he? R, R. R is his R. name because he can't remember can't his remember whole his name. name. He just knows it starts with an R. And a, a human survivor. Right. And hilarity ensues. Yeah. Yeah. And if their relationship starts bringing him back, back to, from, to life from or at least to some memory of being alive. So, yeah, it was, I mean, it was cute. It's I a, suspect probably a better love story than Twilight. Uh, it was really cute. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty cute. And the music in it was really yeah, great, Yeah, it was too. a really good soundtrack for it. Good soundtrack, yeah. So it was It was a cute story. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I want to go and see that one while it's you, about. You, and just, you have to go in and just go, you accept this is the way they're doing zombies. Like, you don't go in with preconceived, like, no, no, they should not be like, able if, to If you're militantly. This, yeah. That concerned about zombies? It's not going to be for you. What is going to be for you? Shoot yourself. (laughs) I mean, I still remember from last Comic-Con in town where this girl got up to give Max Brooks a hard time. And he just savaged her. Oh, yeah. Like, can you take this way too damn seriously? (laughs) I wrote a book. Right. What do you say? You're here to uh, bust my balls. Here to bust my balls. My balls. Yeah. No, he goes, oh yeah. So you're here to bust my balls. Well, Carrie, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Off he went with an obviously prepared speech. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, anybody. That, I mean, don't do it. Yeah, like steer away from that. Do not try to point out inconsistencies or anything. <laughs> Just you know. thank him for his contributions to literature. Yeah, and move on. Run. Do not walk out of yeah, the room because he's got. He's got ammo preloaded. <laughs> and is not shy. Yeah. Yeah. So. But I, I'll show on that uh, little tangent since we are in the subject that I haven't played the intro for. Right. 
tangents <laughs> are kind of a big deal. You, you guffawed over my intro. <laughs> guffawed. But it's like 10 minutes till the end. Shut <laughs> your hole, okay? <laughs> it's been a long time and a hell of a day. They should have chortle over your... <laughs> it's funny. Sorry. Are you smoking crack? Not currently, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... The announcements of guests and such for the upcoming Phoenix Countdown mm-hmm. have been coming fast and furious. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. They got, I mean, if none of them cancel, like <coughs> Patrick Stewart. I know, Stewart. Last time. Uh, I looks, so wanted I mean, They have a huge, if you're a Babylon 5 fan, they have the whole, they have everybody. Right. The guy who painted the sets is coming uh, <laughs> for, the, for the 20th anniversary um, of B5, including right. J. Michael Straczynski. And... Claudia Christian, which was surprising because she left the show on very bad terms. Yeah, yeah. But obviously he's now here for the quick buck. Well, also, I mean, I, you know, funny because I looked it up because I was like, I wonder, you know, has something happened? And I, she was... Uh, well, she was in Playboy less than a year after leaving. Right. Yeah. Well, that alone should she, tell you something. She had already, she'd written like a couple books of like, you know, this is what it took for me to get out of my, you know, drug-induced haze and all that. So maybe she was no able surprises to make some, there. make some amends after that. Well, she went through it. Twelve step program. One of the steps is you come back to everyone you, you've wronged. Right, go, right, right. I'm very sorry. Yeah, I'm not as impressed with the people from Walking Dead that are here this year versus no, last year. Well, it's the kid. Well, not only is it the we kid, used it's also that year. blonde that I can't stand. Oh, is that the other one? Yeah, coming? but yeah, she's okay. but the, the the sword girl's coming too. Yeah, Michonne. Michonne, she's awesome. Yeah. She'll be good. She'll be good for sure. But, but yeah, and I mean, I was like, eh, I would have, you know, obviously you'd want to see. Uh, Daryl, that'd, yeah. that'd be a big one. He uh, would be great. Or, of course, the the guy playing uh, the sheriff. I can't think of the character. Oh, I, I don't know his why. Name. I it's, know. But it comes on tonight, so well, there you go. I'm excited for it. I'll get. Uh... They had one of the uh, cancellations from last year coming back. Uh, Gigi Edgeley was, was a big Star uh, Farscape fan, and she was one of the uh, played Chiana, one of the regular alien characters, and oh, yeah. it was one of the most interesting to watch. People playing an ailing one, she had the, the disadvantage of having to be covered head to toe in gray paint every episode. Mm-hmm. So that couldn't have been fun. But she moved in a way that didn't feel right and natural for a human, so really got into the alienness thing uh. and was really consistent about it. So I thought, here's an actor who said, I'm going to be, an I'm going to figure out what this race does right. and how they react to things and how they move. And she stuck with it and yeah, made, made cool. it a really interesting. Because you don't see, see people doing the, the makeup thing and doing speech patterns that are weird and alien. But yeah. she, she went whole body. Nice. And she's like gymnast style physique. So it, it, it and extremely hot too. Doesn't hurt either. Oh. Oh, hi. Are you still here? <laughs> I'm I was, still I was, here. I was um, miles you, away. You know who else is going to be back too? Who? I don't know what that is. VAT <laughs> yeah. production. I'm so sorry. Kristen, Kristen Bauer from uh, True yeah. Blood. She's great. I loved her. She's really sweet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, oh, and the guy from Being Human, um, the vampire. Oh, Sam, you asked Sam Wither? 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 Yeah, Withers or... W-I-T-E-R or yeah, something. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, he'll yeah. be here, which is... Aiden. Aiden, on the yeah. Show. I know. I like spent on this... Justified binge, so that's all I've been getting from in my left ear for the last oh. several days. Uh, we're good still... old southern talking, and yeah, I mean the 
Who's the main guy? Timothy uh, Oliphant. Oliphant. Yeah. He, I mean, he's a good actor. I like, oh, he's great. I like him a lot. No, he's so. he's, he's great, great in the role. I just, yeah. I'm only peripherally picking up on uh, it. Okay. I, I haven't dedicated any time to it. It's yeah. Just, it's one of those ones I've kind of looked at, but I've never given it a shot yet. But also, so. it, it'll be there in in the streaming verse yeah. waiting for you. Speaking of which, I have taken the plunge. I am now officially a cord cutter. A what? I no longer have basic cable. Oh, cool. Oh. Called our friends at Cox Communications and was immediately called a liar. What? What? I don't think they even thought about what they were saying when they said it. <laughs> what? I said, I would like to keep the internet service at its current levels and I would like to discontinue cable television. Right. And they said, you know, can we ask why? At least, at least they phrased that. Yeah. May we ask why? Sure. Instead of saying why. Right. Because, like, well, you have no right to ask How me. That's none, it's none you of your damn business. Right, right. But I said, yeah, you can ask. It's just I simply don't have any interest in the content that you're providing for the amount you're charging for it. Right. And they immediately countered with, what's the real reason? <laughs> Do you understand you just called me a liar? <laughs> a paying customer who is now looking for alternatives for his internet service because he doesn't like being treated that way. <laughs> you should probably rethink your script. Because <laughs> this is after you've already gone through all the touchstone things where you say, you, yeah. tell, you warn them what you're going to do, so they route you to the right. last ditch. Yeah, what save, can we do you know, to keep you? And of yeah. course, all these offers and deals that were never available for started coming out of the woodwork at me as I was leaving them. Like, yeah. Where were these low-priced oh, deals yeah. when I was podying up way too much money for... No, I am out. Yep. So, I've got the antenna for local high def, and I have the variety of different streaming between yeah. Amazon Prime, Netflix, and Hulu Plus, mm-hmm. which, you know, Prime is 75 bucks a year, and also, you know, the free shipping and all the other stuff that comes with Prime, and then it's $16 a month between Hulu Plus and Netflix, I'm paying less than a quarter of what I was paying our friends at Cox Communications, and I haven't found anything that I can't get via other means. I yeah, I'm I'm still waiting. I need the ability to subscribe to HBO, HBO only without, yes. and they'll never give you that. I know, I know. But the, I mean, uh, well, at least HBO seems like they're setting up a lot of infrastructure to make that a possibility. Now, whether or not the contracts they have with all the cable providers would allow them to do that, I have no idea. Um, but that one is a big one, you know. For me personally, NFL Network's a big deal. Yeah, and uh, ESPN. See, I'm not a sports fan, so. and I haven't done pay TV in the form of premium channels in right a decade. So it was an easier leap for me. So oh, sure. Fewer things behind. I'm leaving behind primarily Futurama because yeah. I can't get those new because Comedy Central doesn't do everything really. Yeah, right. But I can get my Daily Show on Michael Barabore the very next morning mm-hmm. on Hulu Plus. Yep, so yeah. that's that's my morning viewing. Um, so I'm I'm going to move forward with this experiment and yeah, yeah I, I think you know if you didn't have it you you know you'll quickly adjust yeah, to what you don't have exactly. and and move on. Jeez, so well, that's good. Yeah, I've mostly been on Netflix the past. Yeah, literally most of my time. That's is what Netflix. made me think yeah. about yeah. the well and, and looking at the cable bill going. <laughs> yeah. It is a little high, especially when you add in costs for like DVRs and stuff like that that you yep. have to get through them. No, I mean, I, have, I own my own TiVo, so right. all I had was the cable card, but there's still yeah. a couple bucks a month for that. So sure. I, and the tuning adapter, which would always, always fail two, three <laughs> times a week. Um, all these 
gimmicks they've done to try and expand their network right. capacity, and they just they don't play nice with each other, and right. it's all gone and unplugged now, and nice. returned to the nice man at Cox Communications, and. I'm just a whole herd of cord cutting and work in the system. Uh-huh. The damn Nexus 4 finally came back I in saw. stock. Oh. I was on it and had one two days later. Nice. And I'm now getting my service absolutely, truly unlimited. No throttling, no limits, everything. Flat rate, 70 bucks a month. Through what? T-Mobile. Oh, okay, T-Mobile. Right on. The trick is you have to own your phone. All right. And you go prepaid instead of oh, traditional. Interesting. They now have a $70 a month prepaid. They have a 50 a 60 and a 70 The 70 is just all bets are off. Use this thing 24-7, 365. And because it's the unaltered Android of the Nexus 4, yeah. of course, the hotspot's turned on. All the features right. are there. So far, so good. Cool. Nice. And all of... For the deluxe 16 gig version, it was all of 350 bucks. Hey, I just had to wait two and a half months for it to come back and stop. Right, right. A lot of people realized that way earlier than yeah, I did and ate yeah. them all up, sure. and they're out of stock again. Very cool, though. Nice. I love it. It is a hot and sexy piece of technology and hours of entertainment and <laughs> hotspot, hotspot. I see. I just like seeing hot, hot spots. Hot right How's your hot spot, baby? Did you bring it with you? <laughs> Can I connect to your hot spot? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I might need an adapter. That's right. But I digress. Oh. <laughs> All right. And on that lovely note, yeah. we've come to our first break. Oh, envy. Uh, and of course, I don't have any music ready because I'm an idiot. Good job there. Oh, hush. I was fighting. I was jousting with video things that are... Strange and foreign to me, and mm-hmm. apparently it was the wave of the future. <laughs> Ever, comma, what? All right, we shall return. Here's some double clicks for you that we recorded live, I think. This one is the one from Wootstock 4.0. Cool. We shall return right after this. the shiniest of hair and he walked into the room with an authoritative air his carefully shaped eyebrows so severe you could barely even tell where the prosthetics met his ears I fell in love with a Spock impersonator from his ears down to his phaser and his sweet communicator I thought my search for love was at an end Highly logical did not make him a very good boyfriend. Next day, when I first saw his furrowed brow, I knew the ideal man had come and found me somehow. I mean, what else could I think? When he looked me in the eye and told me, Prune juice is a warrior's drink. I fell in love with a wharf impersonator. From his forehead to his baldric and his badge communicator. I thought my search for love was at an end. But being strong and angry did not make him a very good boyfriend. Oh, why did I come to this con? This day has been... 
Are we ready to behave? Oh, why did I come to this con? This day has been nothing but a roller coaster of emotion. I don't have the time or money to wait in line to see Leonard Nimoy. But look over there, what an interesting boy. I fell in love with a cue impersonator, which seemed like a bad idea, even first later I thought my search for love was at an end but he transported me to another dimension and played psychological games with me and my friends uh, this is Turf Surf from the incredible podcast of amazing awesomeness and you're listening to Versus of the World Radio this is a very important song to me I hope that's very soon a very important song to you too here we go <laughs> That's where we are. Now follow along. Monkey chicken chicken monkey chicken duck duck chicken monkey monkey chicken monkey chicken chicken monkey duck monkey duck chicken duck monkey monkey duck duck chicken monkey chicken chicken monkey chicken monkey duck chicken chicken monkey duck chicken monkey duck duck chicken chicken monkey chicken monkey chicken duck chicken duck duck chicken monkey monkey duck chicken monkey duck chicken duck monkey duck duck chicken chicken monkey chicken monkey monkey chicken monkey chicken chicken monkey chicken monkey monkey chicken monkey duck Chicken, chicken, monkey, chicken, monkey, duck, chicken, chicken, duck, chicken, monkey, monkey, chicken, monkey, chicken, duck. Duck, chicken, monkey, chicken, chicken, monkey, chicken, duck, duck, chicken, chicken, duck, chicken, monkey, monkey, chicken. Oh, you do the clap. Duck, duck, chicken, monkey, chicken, chicken, monkey, chicken, chicken, monkey, monkey, chicken, monkey, chicken, monkey, duck. Chicken, 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 monkey, monkey, chicken, monkey, duck, 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 goose. Geeks in a gaming world. Casually Hardcore continues live on Alpha Geek Radio, simulcasting on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. It is Geeks in a Gaming World, and we forgot to give out the call-in topic. That's true. And I've forgotten what we chose. As the, no. <laughs> I remember what, what we chose. What classic gaming franchise, or just classic game, would you be interested in seeing retooled as a tablet game or right. a portable game? Because we've seen, uh, obviously we've seen Final Fantasy already on the tablet. Um, several games in the the series. We've also seen, uh, most recently, uh, Baldur's Gate, the uh, enhanced edition, appear on the tablet. However, that appeared with some issues, apparently, at least when it first came out. I I was really excited for it, and then I happened to not realize it released, and then I looked at the reviews, and I went, hmm, because <laughs> most people were like, I can't get in a door. <laughs> oh. Like, the touch system they came up with did not work really well at all uh now maybe yeah, they if pa- you can't walk through a door you that, your, your engine may have issues funny enough in the baldur's gate door walking out? is a big part of the game really <laughs> or at least it would be a very inconvenient thing not to be able to get into a door <laughs> because there are doors in the game okay and they do lead to other places so i remember in the, the late beta, are there windows can you jump out a window Mm. Are you a cesarean baby? I don't know. Maybe in the enhanced edition. Who knows? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> now with Windows. <laughs> My 
Grail, <laughs> you're, 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 you're getting your foamy white liquid all over my table. I know. <laughs> it's all over my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Did that come from your penis? <laughs> no. Are you sure? No. Came from Stella. Stella. Stella! No! <laughs> Seriously, do we have to get, like, this has been the innuendo episode. Seriously, we need to. They're so easy, yeah. Yeah. We got to <laughs> keep hitting the softballs. <laughs> um. But, uh, um, <laughs> I'm just. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, all right. So anyways, let's talk about some gaming. So that's our yes. call-in topic. So get that, if, get that is there other, your brain. other types? I mean, for me. Like, I don't know if I could handle it because it would be so beautiful if a game like Masters of Magic came out on it. Like, that would be like, oh, my God. It's a um, classic 4X game set into a uh, fantasy world Mm -hmm. where you had all these different wizards that were super powerful, and you picked a Are you a wizard? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And uh, an interesting dynamic where they had, like, a... Another world or underworld. It was never really clear what the yeah. other world was, was but like a, oh, yeah. but you got there via these wizard towers, and it was just a lot of fun. Fourth and, Tower of Inverness. So that would be a big one for we me. We played that a lot. That was a, a really good game. God, we played that. Well, twice. you can see. I saw Razer at CES rolled out their gaming tablet, and you know it's a full. I want to say i seven, you know Windows eight machine. That you can dock it into a pair of controllers right, on either right. end, mm-hmm. into a laptop as a tablet, or hook it to a television. So there's a platform to build these games on with whatever control scheme you want. So sure. You know, in your in your most moist of gamer dreams, what would you want to see ported <laughs> to a what? This is why we can't get through without innuendo. Um, yeah, exactly. Whatever in your your fantasies from old. Gaming would work best, or or it. just either replay the old game in in its old style, yeah. or have it rebuilt mm-hmm. in modern terms right. using something like a touch. I interface. would like, and I I enjoyed this game just because of the puzzles, but I would like to see Mist. Okay, uh, I loved Mist. Mist seems like it would be it'd be cake. easy to do. No brainer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Point and click adventures on a yeah. touch interface. Hmm, hmm. Let's think about this. Yeah, because that game, The Room, was. A mist-like oh, game. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you were in a room <laughs> the entire game, but nonetheless, it had the same type of feel to Puzzly it in terms t- of yeah. the puzzles. Yeah, I loved Mist. That yeah. was a good game. So, uh, looking at our gaming news, uh, the first one we have is they've announced for PAX East, which is coming up in March, I believe. Yeah. Uh, They've anna- announced their uh, PAX 10, for so basically their 10 indie, indie games that they give a nice little showcase to. Yeah. And assuming the site actually will open for me, I'll be able to talk you more about them. You want I'm running freaking HD video here today. What do you expect? Like, <laughs> so uh, some of the games that are coming out, I tried to look through them. They have a game called Little Chomp, which is going to be an iOS Android game. Uh, Major Magnet, which is a uh, looks like a platformer. It's also an iOS Android game. Uh, third one, Orion's Forge, puzzle game, also an iOS Android game. Mm-hmm. Are we <laughs> sensing a theme here? Now, this is the one that caught my eye the most, though, which was Saturday Morning Role Playing or RPG, which is a uh, iOS game, but it's a role playing game set 
uh, as episodic play in a world heavily inspired by 1980s Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, that is so cool. sounds pretty awesome. So players take the role of Martin Marty. Michael Hall, an eight, or Michael, yeah, Hall, an average high school student, has just been granted incredible power. The power leads him to attract the ire of the world's most notorious villain, Commander Hood. Saturday morning RPG features a turn-based battle system that incorporates interactive events to keep players on their toes. As Marty, the player, fights battles uh, by wielding magic magical powers associated with nostalgic items. Such items include a stuffed bear, which launches a deadly rainbow from Marty's chest, and a transforming action figure, which turns Marty into a semi-truck to run over his enemies. Camera stare. Exactly. Camera <laughs> stare. Uh, Saturday Morning RPG also features an amazing soundtrack by legendary composer Vince DiCola, uh, who did Transformers and Rocky IV, and his composing partner, uh, Kenny Meredith. So that one caught my eye. I was like, that sounds kind of cool. Anytime you throw some nostalgic, mm-hmm. you know, God help us, there'll probably be Smurfs, something Smurfy. The Littles. That, or Littles or <laughs> Mr. T. Mr. T Mr. shows T up with cool, his action yeah. team. Okay, you can't throw that out there and not expect. That's right. What? I love Mr. T. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like you very much, apparently. He likes me just fine. <laughs> so, but this is interesting. So, this is the PAX, you know, it's their indie showcase. Ooh, they've always come up with really interesting. Oh, yeah. And because it's run by gamers and actually people who like to play these things. And they are all iOS, Android. Yeah. There's not a single. It's where all the indie development's happening. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You look at, well, let's have a moment of silence to honor the passing of THQ because. They were, I mean, I was, I was right after seeing the announcement of THQ going away, I was watching one of the Pixar films with my children, yeah. and at the very end of the scroll, and game adaptation available from THQ, yeah. find us on the web, and no, no, you won't. Mm. Okay, two things about that. Number one, moment of silence means there's actually silence. <laughs> Just to clue, clue you in. Number two... <laughs> I think the fact that their game name appeared at the end of a movie that said, you know, movie adaptation appearing as a game explains a lot of the reason why THQ went down in flames. Because let me tell you what almost never works. (laughs) Never works from our standpoint, but they are money making machines. Obviously not so good. Well, they say that they ran their business competently. Right, right. But getting a Disney license to work with, I mean... Because this parents will just go by just because it's got the same character on it just to shut the kid up. Right, right. Speaking as a parent. Okay. Been there. Am there, actually, because we got another one of these little movies yeah. coming up. <laughs> She's going through the I want phase. Ah, nice. Who doesn't want? Yeah, exactly. Seriously. All right. I wish she wanted better things, though. You wish she wanted better things? <laughs> <laughs> up your taste, three-year-old. <laughs> I know. Precisely. <laughs> All right, so next up on the list, and, you know, I always love lists, so this is an interesting one from a Game Informer that uh, lists out the top ten Dungeons & Dragons games of all time, and I almost sort of agree with it, so it's actually not a bad list. Let's wow. go. Seriously. It's not terrible. Um, I will save a little bit of I'm time. sorry, sir. Could you tell us the real reason? Yeah. So... <laughs> Their number 10 was Eye of the Beholder, which was the... Wow, that's reaching yeah. back. Yeah. 
back in the when the first person dungeon crawler with your four party group. So uh, for the new kids, that would be like uh, oh god, what's that game that just came out? Legend of Grim Grim Stock. I just go directly to Wizardry. And I always think of feel du- old. Dungeon Master has always been the one that I uh, Grimrock. I think that's the name of it. So that uh, was a modern take on this. But yeah, you basically assemble your party, go into a dungeon, and wander around and get killed by annoying, cheated enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, their number nine was Dragon. You are likely to be eaten by a Gru. Right. <laughs> Dragon Shard was their number nine, which is a uh, RTS Dungeons and Dragon game that I've never actually played. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right. I'll have to look that one up. I think it's available on goldgames.com. Number eight was Icewind Dale, which I thought was too low on the list because Icewind Dale was a really solid. It was, and it's beautiful. And it was a kind of yeah. a revolutionary reintroduction mm-hmm. of people to here's a game based on the actual rules system yeah. in the universe. We've refined it. Here, and here's, here's kind of what we meant to publish. And they seriously said, like, this is the way combat is good. And it was, it was definitely more combat focused, whereas Baldur's Gate was more story focused right. but i mean the combat in it was so entertaining it was definitely worth playing through um so that one i was a little suspect on i think their number seven is this bandwidth sucks because uh, it's on another page <laughs> it's like son of a um i believe their number seven though was dragonstone which was an action rpg game, which again that one didn't get too good of reviews i personally have never played it um, or Demon Stone, I'm sorry, is the name of it. So couldn't couldn't say much about that. Neverwinter Nights came in at six, the yeah. original, which I, I enjoyed the original quite Neverwinter a bit. Neverwinter Nights was ambitious, to yeah. say the mm-hmm. least. Number five was Dark Alliance, which was the uh, console version, which was a Diablo-ish game, right. which was a lot of fun, especially, and I would actually say Dia- Dark Alliance 2 was the better of, the, of them. Because Dark Alliance 2 actually allowed for multiplayer you you could even play as Drizzt in it if you wanted to. You could unlock him and go to town. It's, it's who you're playing anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it you, is pretty much who it's you're who playing. who everybody plays. Exactly. If you're playing a ranger, you're playing Drizzt. You're playing, you're playing, you're playing yeah, Drizzt. exactly. Uh, number four was the Shadows Over Mysteria arcade game, which was the four-player co-op oh. game in the arcade. Well, they, there was a four-player, there but was, there was also a six-player version oh, out maybe there. it was maybe because Shadows was the second one. The first mm-hmm. one was Tower of Doom, and right. the second one was Shadows of Mysteria. Maybe well, there, that was there, the there, were two, there were two different versions of it out there, ah. one with two more PlayStations than the other. Nice. Yeah, that was apparently quite rare. That was one of the only reasons why I own a Sega Saturn, is I actually imported that game from Japan to, to play Saturn. it. Yeah. Uh, number three was the Gold Box Pool of Radiance, which if you ever have played that, this is like V... No, it wasn't even VGA. It was EGA graphics. Right. Um, no, I remember upgrading uh, the original Mech Warrior to the EGA version. Yeah, ooh. yeah, like ooh, this is beautiful. I mean, sixteen horrible, dude, sixteen horrible graphics, but it was pretty much put together the model for every other game to follow yeah. in terms of simulating what the rule set was. And it was also a direct port of a module, right? Right. So they're saying you know, this is not only D and D; it is. Module A6 yeah. of and, and uh, you know, another big deal of it is allows you to take your characters from that game to go into later gold box yeah. games like Pool of Darkness. Um, and I, sure, I can't remember the middle game. Oh, well. Nonetheless, there was other games. Number two was Planescape Torment. 
Uh, this was even, a total mm. different yeah. outside of uh, a lot of the traditional D&D area, but it is a D&D realm and was a stunningly well-written uh, role-playing game by Black Isle Studio, which is well-known for stunningly well-written Everything. Uh, role-playing games. And then, of course, number one is Baldur's Gate 2 because it's obviously the best game. It one of the best games an, ever made. It was heavily anticipated and it delivered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was pretty. And it was shiny. Very pretty. Very pretty. Great party-based D&D. Super good story. Big, you know, great writing between the characters, both... Voice acting. Yeah, the the NPCs interacting with each other, your character interacting with your party members. enchantment comes from? No, that was was Dragon Age. Dragon Age. Thank you. Enchantment. Enchantment. No, wrong one. But I digress. (laughs) That was the one with the dwarf. The dwarf. Yeah. Dwarven whores or whatever he was saying. <laughs> I was like, what is that guy yeah. saying? Oh, boy. I've been listening to the Artemis Fowl books on Audible, and dwarves in that universe are very different creatures, so my brain is going to a, a wacky place when you keep saying dwarf. Oh. Like but dwarf anyway. on golf? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim Conway. Shout out. So, for all the bronies out there... Nah, this one's mine. Okay. <laughs> well, obviously, I mean... It is the brony. <laughs> this was posted on the forums as well as the and a million bronies all cried out in terror. <laughs> suddenly Aww. silenced by Hasbro. By Hasbro. <laughs> Hasbro shuts down unlicensed My Little Pony fighting game. Aww. Yes, My Little Pony fighting is fighting. magic. Yeah. Has been in development for a surprisingly long period of time. This is from GameInformer.com. A group calling themselves Maneo has been working on an unlicensed, there's the important word, fighting game based on the My Little Pony Friendship is Magic TV show for the last two years. Unfortunately, Hasbro has shut the project down. Looking at the cutscenes and the, because and the, they, they built on top of a generic 2D fighting engine, so they didn't really need to, to learn programming per se, but the, the graphics they use, and they got sounded like voice actresses to do the ponies, and it was freaking awesome. I think what what seems to have gone wrong is they were going to get like an official nod from an awards granting body. Oh. And Han, Hasbro stepped in the lawyer said, if you let that happen, you will lose control of your intellectual property because oh, you yeah. won't be enforcing your copyright. So they had to come up and say, you can't do that Oops. anymore. Right. Aww. Yeah, total <laughs> cease and desist. Because there's nothing better than ponies fighting. Magically. Go watch the recordings. No, I know it's cool. Because they're freaking awesome. I know. It is hilarious. Cool. <laughs> and, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a 2D fighting game. Yeah. Like any Street Fighter-style game, there's just this added layer of hilariousness because mm-hmm. it's the... My Little Ponies. My Little Ponies. And it's all sweet. And they sound like them. <laughs> and, of course, they're, they're, the attacks are cute. And yeah. And the voices are cute. And <laughs> Hasbro, you don't need to shut them down. You need to... Buy them. Pay them, exactly. buy the Hello. product from them, Seriously. and market it, because every brony in the universe will buy it. But I guess I just don't want to taint, you know, that fighting is not what my little brony It is called friendship is magic. Friendship is magic, but business is business. business. <laughs> <laughs> you get Alex Baldwin in there and do a little ABC lecture to them. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <sighs> Uh, let's see. We also have Rage 
has a toolkit now available, uh, which is in the tradition of id Software being very open with their code. <laughs> no, they're all about mod. Please mod the hell out like, of this. Here you go. Um, this one's a little bit frightening in that it's a 35 gig download. That's just the world we live in anymore. Yeah, and it apparently expands up to about a terabyte. Yeah. So have the space. And I, but I do like it because they're just like, this is not meant for consumers. This is for people that know what they're doing. We didn't pretty it up. You want to be a dev? Here's the dev tools. Well, we wanted to drop this on you That's and awesome. say, blah, here well, you go. Because they've seen the stuff that sure. the, the dev community will come up with if you give them the tools. Well, and if they're passionate about the game. It, yeah. But even even if I've seen mods that were way better than the original oh, yeah. games, Absolutely. I mean, you look at what people have done with Source. Oh yeah, and I mean, talk about the labor of love of going back, you know, the Black Mesa where they just they retold the entirety of the original Half Life just in the modern engine. Right. That was years of work, right? And the attention to detail was incredible, just because they loved it. Mm-hmm. And Half Life movie, by the way. Yeah. And Portal movie. Really? really? I didn't know I hear about that one. J.J. Abrams. Really? What? I know really? he's wanting to really? work with Valve more. So there yeah. is apparently nothing this man is not doing. Well, yeah, where's the time? Because I know... Well, well, exactly. Where's the time for him to do Star Wars yeah. and Star Trek and Portal? And... Well, apparently they pushed Star Wars already now an extra year because he wanted to finish up Star Trek. Okay. So, so he wants to do one more Star Trek movie? Or at least fit, wrap up whatever he needs to do with it. So he didn't want to jump, be rushed between the two. So Good on him. When the hell is Half-Life and... I mean that's in Portal that's in, that's in super duper early discussion type right. stuff. But and I saw a great mock up on Reddit of who they need to cast as Gordon Freeman, and they had photoshopped Hugh Laurie into House into Gordon's armor. And I don't think I'd go with Hugh Laurie. I would. I mean, from a physical standpoint, he looks the part. I would go with, and of course, the actor's name is escaping my mind right now. But I would go with the guy from Breaking Bad. Oh. Really? He could play. So he's already wearing Robert glasses. Cran- Cranston, I think is his name. Brian Cranston. Mm-hmm. That's his name. Uh, he looks good. He's got the glasses. He's got the goatee. He just needs hair. Mm-hmm. And you got Gordon Freeman. Because Gordon Freeman's a badass. And let me tell you, Walt is a badass. <laughs> <laughs> you do not screw with Walt. He wasn't at first. He wasn't he was at first, but he'd be... He, yeah, he's proven himself into badass. Neither was Gordon. Into badass. True. Badass. <laughs> badassery. Badassery. Was, just, right. was thrust into <laughs> situations with head crabs. Oh, God. What? That's right. My head crab. I call him Marty. Nice. Mm-hmm. I'll be in the car. All right. All right, Dex, so take this last one. The post yeah, Xcom make yourself one? useful. Say something. Well, I've been saying lots of things, but um, the well, the one I want to do unfortunately doesn't have a real article. It's a video, yeah. which is the post XCOM blues, um, and a lot of turn-based games that have popped up since XCOM. If you know, Barry will post the link. If you go through the video, there's several of them that are really, really interesting. But the ones I liked, which was a surprise to me, because usually I'm I really like the fantasy-based mm-hmm. games. Is there's one in there that's a gangster one? What's it called? It's uh, something uh, gangster. City of Gangsters. City of Gangsters. Um, but it's the the actual title is like Om- Omrata. Omrata. I don't. Uh. Re- I would love to look it up. However, I'd have to watch the video. <laughs> right, right, right. I can look it up while you talk about. But it. But it's actually a, it's a really neat um, because it's not only a turn it's not only turn based action, but you also it feels a little civ like too. 
Yeah. Because you do have cities that you have to run, which is kind of neat. So it's a mixture between um, XCOM and Civ, I feel like. Yeah. Together. Yeah. So that I liked. I thought was really interesting. And the other one is a free-to-play game that I thought was really neat, too. And it was Frontlines, I believe is what right. it's called. And it's just a military-style action, turn-based action game. But I, um, I like the way they were explaining how... They did um, the damage. Right. I the think. fire zones mm-hmm. and, the fire and zones. weapons have like an optimal range that they do a lot more damage in. And if they're outside that range, they do less. So sniper rifles, rifles aren't that good uh, up close, close. But at medium range, they're really devastating. Right. And uh, so on and so forth for the guns. Yeah. Yeah. So that were, those were my guns. two Guns. When do we get guns? <laughs> but there were some other ones really, some other really neat ones in there too. Um Grail, you liked that funky one. What was that one called? Um, the uh, Skull of the Shogun, which is an Xbox Live. It's also available on PC. I don't know if it's on tablets yet. Um, it's a real-time strategy, but it's it's really cartoony. It has a Blizzard-style um, animation, yeah, I would think. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, but it's a, it's a it's turn-based strategy, and it, it, the interesting thing was it, you, it didn't have the tiles, so your guys, you click on a unit and it gets a circle and anywhere within that circle, it can move and do its actions and it has limits to how much it can do. But really it made the combat look really flowing and much more chaotic than you get even in like XCOM where it's very, you can see yeah. the squares you can move to. Um, well, the neat thing about that game is the more, the more uh, powerful you became, the more turns you took. So if you have five or six enemies in your circle, you move up to those enemies and you can move five or six times, which is if kind you're of uber powerful. If you're uber powerful, yeah. of course. So, and it's all in a circle. So it's, it's not like you can it's only move five squares. Circle. Yeah. But it was, that, it was neat. It was a little cartoony for me, but it was neat. Yeah. It didn't look bad. And the other ones they reviewed was like uh, the newest King's Bounty, uh, which is a fantasy style one. Um, that one is kind of a hybrid RPG with uh, turn based in there. Um, they also detailed Fire Emblem. Oh, God. I don't remember. All right. So next time we do a video, we got to definitely list all the names. It's one of the Fire Emblem games. It's the newest one. It's available on the DS. Uh, that one looked interesting as well. It's for the 3DS. I'd have to look and see if it works on a regular DS because I never bought the 3DS. I can't stand the 3DS. Yeah. I, my wife lost my DS on a plane. Oh, what? Oh, no. Really? Really. Oh. How do you lose it on a plane? You leave it in the pocket in front of you and you get off the plane. Oh, no. Well, then you know exactly where it is. It's on that plane flying away. (laughs) No, it's at a stewardess's house being played. By her kid. (laughs) Or his kid. Someone needs to remind her she needs to buy me another one of those. (sighs) But I digress. Not that I have any time to play DS. But yeah, next time we do post a video, we'll definitely do a little more search and write the names down. Omerta, so O M E R T A, City of Gangsters City is the name of that. I mean, it's City of Gangsters is the byline, but I guess that's the name of the actual town, which looks pretty good. That one, I was yeah. like, oh, if there's a demo, I might download that and take a look at it. Excellent. All right, we're heading for a break here, so it's a perfect time for me to slip in the fact that I may or may not have purchased Mists of Pandaria. You are listening to Casually Hardcore live on Alpha Geek Radio, and we'll be back right after this. No, you didn't hear me say that. Every man has a secret porn collection Beneath the mattress, in the basement, or in the shed 
an indecent aggregation to aid with our stimulation after everybody else has gone to bed. An encyclopedic media selection Pictures, magazines, flip books, and DVDs A cornucopia of data Both in VHS and beta It's a wonderland of surreptitious sleeves It may lurk on the computer In an inconspicuously named director I bet even Catholic priests sequester some in the recesses of their rectory. rectory. There's a potpourri for every predilection. Girl on girl, man on man, or dog on fish. Every class of animalia juxtaposing genitalia to help us scratch our every evil itch. Yes, every man has a secret porn collection. And my lady friends, as vices go, there's worse. So let us keep our smut clandestine. And we won't ask any questions about the neck massager you keep in your purse. Keep in your purse. Shark Week, it be Shark Week, it be Shark Week, it be Shark Week. Wear your fin hat and bare your teeth. Build a couch cushion coral reef. Write TV trays for the family meal. Mama's home fried baby seal. Oh, Shark Week, it be Shark Week, it be Shark Cartilaginous, fierce and free Sing along with your salty crew It be Shark Week, it be Shark Week It be Shark Week all week through Alright, you're doing okay, we'll put rest you But here's what I need you to do I need you to, um, what is it, Pirate's favorite cartilaginous apex predator? That's how I need you to say it I know you understand me. Don't you remember all those happy days sitting around the television with your entire family, how school would be out, how your parents would have days off work so that you could enjoy watching the best footage that underwater cameras have ever brought us? You remember it, right? Days of yore, the old 70s specials, eating all the goldfish you could. That's right. Well, in memory of that happy science-based holiday, you should all sing with me now. You ready? Shark Week, it be Shark Week, it be Shark Week, it be Shark Week. Wear your fin hat and bear your teeth. Build a couch cushion coral reef. Yes, TV 
researched chaos. Casually Hardcore continues live at Alpha Geek Radio. It is now time for Research Chaos, where we pay homage to our all-volunteer research team, to whom we are greatly indebted every single week. This week, our contributors on the thread, which was named... Contributors. It's really good logger, okay? <laughs> the research thread this week entitled The Super Bowl of Podcasts Edition. Mm-hmm. We got contributions from the previously mentioned Barry Von Awesome, MacBit, not to be confused with MacButt, and he of the sultry foreign accent, yeah. Aid. Aid. Thank you for your contributions. They were many and interesting. And in the land of, oh yeah, I forgot they were going to do that edition, they've actually named a director for the Warcraft movie. What? It, it happened. That's crazy talk. And they've also moved away from calling it the World of Warcraft movie, and yeah. are now referring to it as the Warcraft movie, which right. may be a telling thing about where they're headed with the script. Maybe pulling more heavily from the uh, games. RTS games than the... The uh, MMO. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, you could do worse than the Arthas story for a movie. Mm, yeah. We'll see. Hmm. The director they got, um, Duncan... I'm waiting for the page to load. I've forgotten his name. Jones. Duncan, Duncan Jones. Jones. <laughs> um, did you see Moon? No. You should. Moon? Yep, it's just called Moon. Okay. It is really good uh, non-action sci-fi, kind of a psychological, very interesting, uh, and very well-directed with, um, God, what's his name? From The Usual Suspects. Um, uh, the uh, Kevin Spacey? Yes, Kevin Spacey okay. voicing the computer. Oh. On the moon base. Nice. And he does a really good job. He's a real nod to like the HAL 9000. Nice. Without the insanity. Yeah. Because um, it's just basically this guy, solo guy, working on a moon base mm-hmm. that's basically has these big machines harvesting regolith to be uh, converted into fuel or something. Right. And his only companion really is the computer. The computer. Because they, they're having satellite issues, so he's kind of cut off from reality and go from there. So, so I didn't expect to like it and was really entertained by cool. it. Cool. So mm-hmm. it's called Moon. Hmm. And you should go look at it because this is the guy who's going to be helping bring Warcraft to the right. to the silver screen. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I mean, let's, let's, let's count the good video game to movie translations. Resident Evil, the first one. Yeah. Really? That was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. The first okay. one was good. I mean, it's got Mila in it, so yeah. I'm not going to argue with the, you there. Yeah. The subsequent ones were... Derivative. Yeah. Like, the second one was bad, because really? the person I mean, they what got... What more do you need to say about the Umbrella Corp? They're, well, they're it was bad. just... They're not nice, and they do... The person they got to play Jill Valentine, the second one, was just Didn't work. terrible. I mean, just bad. And then... You know, it kind of was like, yeah, from there on. But the first one I actually really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah, that I was like good. Yeah, the first one. Um, yeah, that's, but you definitely, it's definitely rough It's to a very make. short list. Yeah, it's a very short. Like, you're usually, your best thing you can say is like, it wasn't 
horrible. horrible. <laughs> like, that's usually the best praise you can give a movie. It was better than what Uwe Boll has done. Like, yeah. The, the, but I've done things in the bathroom that are better than things that Uwe Boll has done. You know, so. the Silent Hill movie, I didn't turn it off. I guess that's the way. I, it was on in the background, <laughs> and I didn't actually turn it off. It didn't anger you to the point where you needed to not hear or see it anymore. Yeah, basically. It was like, okay, it's a video game movie, so already my standards are so low that, <laughs> you know, if it comes in at that, it's like, all right, that was that was decent. Um, the first Mortal Kombat, I guess you could say that was okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's definitely one of my guilty pleasures. Oh, yeah. I mean, one I of, enjoyed that way more than I should have. One of the best soundtracks ever, too. And that was a Love big part of it. That. Just the dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Like, you okay, you got me right there. You didn't like the other Mortal Kombat's? There were more. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. The, the abortion on television. <laughs> no, there was actually like a set, a follow up movie to that the first Mortal Kombat movie, which was again. What more do you need to say? <laughs> well, that's when they had Shao Kahn in it. Oh yeah, it was bad. Instead it was of, really uh, bad. Mm-hmm. Gor- uh, yeah. Goro, Prince Goro was the big bad in the first one. Right, right. Mm-hmm. and him and Shang yeah. Tsung. Um, Your brother's soul is mine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was just eating the scenery. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. So th- there's definitely room for improvement. I think is what we're saying. Yes. So I'm happy to see the director's like, I'm gonna. This is my challenge to make right. a good movie based and on a video. He's game. a gamer. Yeah, he has he has a gaming pedigree, so yeah. he ha- probably has more respect for the source material than the average director. And there is good story there. There is oh, an God. interesting world. Mm-hmm. There's six or seven different stories you could convert into a screenplay in there. Yeah, from yeah. any direction you want. Oh I yeah, mean, Sylvanas. Yeah, Windrunner from sure. one direction. Could sure. we, we could center on her. We do Arthas's downfall with him as the main character. Hell, you could go with the dwarf. The dwarf would be an entertaining oh, yeah. main character. I can't remember yeah. his name, but the one who hung out with Arthas all the time. Oh yeah, Morden. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. Um, well, even that or that the the trilogy of books, the Ancients, the War, oh, of, the yeah, Ancients, the War of the Ancients, that was a that was really, really well yeah, written awesome. series of books. I, a lot of the books are well written, yeah, except for Metzen's puke that he <laughs> put out that kind of destroyed all continuity. But nonetheless, <laughs> what is this continuity of yeah. which you speak? When we have time travel, we will make merry with the. But time yeah, line. really like the War of the Ancients. I thought that was really well written. Um, yeah. So, yeah, cool. What else we got going we got on here? Let's see things. here. We have the unauthorized locking of smartphones is about to become illegal. It has or since has become illegal. God, this illegal. is a little late. Uh, so, yeah, on January 28th, uh, basically a law went into effect that says unless a carrier. An exception an ex- was not carried forward. Right. An exception was not carried forward. And unless a carrier specifically says you can unlock it, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to. Now, unlock unlocking is not the same thing as jailbreak. Right. Unlocking means you change the settings on your phone software to allow you to move it to a different carrier. Right. So it'd be like moving a phone from Sprint uh, to Verizon. AT&T, to, Ver- AT&T yeah. sure. to, well, we have the two different radio standards in this country, so you can't, oh, yeah. you can't freely move. This is, would be a bigger deal in the rest of the world that they don't have these stupid laws. And right. You do move your phone around all you like. But the ways to get around this are the ways that I chose. If you buy the phone outright. Right. And you don't contract with a uh, provider. A provider, these rules do not apply. Which basically gives you a discount on the phone. But yeah, I mean, you've pretty much shown that you 
own your own phone, pick your provider then. Mm-hmm. Now, Google's been trying to break down this wall of, no, we really think people should buy their phones over here right. and choose their service over here. And stop and this, the whole, this whole incestuous, crap. weird thing of... Because I went... There was a period of time there when I was you know, jonesing for my um, Nexus 4 and in the land of irony because I had a, a 4S on loan, uh, iPhone 4S on loan from a client. And for years now, Apple has stymied the jailbreakers. Oh, yeah. They stopped them cold once, eight, once Apple started making the processors. Mm-hmm. And so you have an A4 processor or A5 or an A6 processor in your iOS device. There was no jailbreak until... Two days after I got my Nexus 4. Yeah. And then suddenly the super team released their jail, untethered jailbreak for every iOS device in creation. They're like, ha-ha! I'm like, where the hell were you guys while I was waiting for the Nexus 4? Apparently working really hard on it. Yeah. But still, like, damn you. You know they did it just to get you Shot mad. your face. Right. Just saying. I know they did. They they're like, I know they're listening. <laughs> Wait a second. No wise is about to buy a Nexus 4. And release. release. <laughs> Scene. Yes. Nice. So jailbreaking is one thing where you install extra software from different sources other than what the controlling interest intends. This is the thing that is now illegal again is moving your phone from carrier to carrier. Right. Dumb, stupid, dumb restrictions. Makes everything more expensive for everybody. I like Google's way of doing things so much so that I gave them my money. I went to, there's a period of time when the Nexus 4 was available from some T-Mobile stores. Uh-huh. And on their website, they listed it as full price, five forty nine ninety nine, which I knew was complete BS because you right. go to the Google Play Store and see the, you Real can buy this price, price. at three forty nine. Right. right. But I still called up and said, I would like to just buy the phone from you. Yeah. You can't. We won't sell it to you. Mm-hmm. You list a price on your website. Yes. Will you sell it to me? Not without a two-year contract, sir. Hmm. I'm willing to pay five forty nine for it. We won't sell it to you, sir. Wow. That's wrong. Yep. That is wrong. So I waited an extra month and I got it from Google and I am free at last. Free yeah. at last. And because I use a Google voice number, I can ping pong back and forth between AT&T and T-Mobile every month. Whoever's got the better prepaid deal. Mm-hmm. Just go with that. Total freedom. Nice. And the world will never know because my Google Voice number shows up on my pure Android phone no matter what I do. Huh. And so I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on and see if AT&T wakes up and starts being competitive. Because today, T-Mobile has the best deal. Right. Next month, AT&T could come to the front and say, hey, ours is better because the AT&T network is faster. Yeah. But they still have limits even on their so-called unlimited, unlimited plans. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Don't get caught. Uh... Unlocking your phones, though. Yeah. Bastards. Just buy a Nexus 4 and call it good. <laughs> well, you can get to the end of your contract, and AT&T, right. it's either, AT- either AT&T or Verizon, one of them will unlock your phone for you. Oh, that's by cool. remote If you fulfilled your contract. Nice. Um, that's the only way you can legally get that done. If you, if you obtained your phone via a subsidy from your carrier. It's, huh. it's hmm. dumb and lame, and we need to get away from that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> Who wants to talk about freaking lasers? Well, I, I wasn't even that that uh, big like of an article. Laser. Laser. But you get to yeah. say laser like... on the air. <laughs> and you get to bring out the Dr. Evil finger. Come on. That's right. I don't use the Dr. Evil finger. 
Doctor Evil. I did not attend seven years of uh, evil doctor well, school. You yeah. called me Mr. Mister. Um, oh, so the military is putting lasers on their... Which one? Which the, plane was it? Their fighters. Well, I'm waiting, I mean, this is I'm like, waiting for it to upload. U.S. military, <laughs> this is from the New York Post, U.S. military start installing, and, in, and they put it in italics. I know. Laser, Laser. beams right. on planes. This is like the 1980s. Star Wars, yeah. SDI, Reagan right. era, era yeah. stuff back again. Strategic defense initiative. Like you want to see like the real genius laser <laughs> yeah. like that makes popcorn. Yeah. My brother was so disappointed when he got to college, and that's not how it really was. <laughs> he, thought he thought that's how it was. That, that's what college was. Yeah. Really? He holds a grudge against Hollywood to this day for that. <laughs> I was so let down. Why aren't there lasers shooting across the campus pointing me to the auditorium that has the pool party thing? With the student beauticians in it. They're beauticians? Not yet. But anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly that. So let down. Why isn't my dorm, you know, setting off? Matt, it's because you're not attending MIT, okay? Right, right. (laughs) There's secretly a great party going on, and we are not invited. Move on. Yeah. Absolutely. So anyway. So yeah, so Frickin- they- And of course, the, the first two words in the article are? Dr. Evil and Luke Skywalker's fantasy worlds are one step closer to becoming a reality because the U.S. military is going to start installing lasers on See, their they, they missed an opportunity airplanes. there to say, start installing freaking lasers. Freaking lasers. Freaking lasers. Yeah. Um, but basically, the prototype was completed in 2012, um, while heavy testing against rockets, mortars, and surface-to-air missiles is expected to get underway in 2013. Um, they're supposed to be small enough and light enough and powerful enough to be used in on a tactical aircraft like the B-1 bombers. So, yeah. yeah. As a defense, it's... So basically, yeah, they're starting off at least with the testing we know about yeah. with using them as a point defense weapon against uh, surface-to-air missiles, so something to defend our aircrafts. Now, one would think... <laughs> if we're hearing about this... If we're able to shoot down a missile coming out of a plane with a laser, maybe we could hit something on the ground with the laser. No. Well, on this one, it, towards the end of the article, it says that they're working on an automatic laser turret capable of shooting down threats coming at fighter planes. Yeah. Those are the Death Star turbo lasers. Well, we're waiting. I'm choom, choom, waiting to choom, see choom. the... Well, the uh, turret can also point down. Right. Well, I mean, the other question is, can we get well, a smaller one mounted on, you know, one of our UAVs and fly that sucker in and be like, oh, there's a person we don't like. Bzz. You know, again, kind of getting back to the real genius. That was the whole intent yeah. of the thing that was the size of an aircraft. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, man, here comes the science fiction right into our lives. I maintain we are living Star Trek. Yeah. As we speak to people all over the planet from consumer-level technology. I will yeah. be li- living Star Trek when I can beam to somewhere. That's true. Good and luck with that one. Or get a replicator. Yeah. Or a holodeck. They were at CES again. The replicator people. The replicator oh, really? People. Nice. Home, home manufacturer. They oh, are, they yeah. are convinced nice. that it is the wave of the future. <laughs> and it is a sexy piece of technology. It oh, is. Yeah. It is. But until it can make me like a tiramisu, then yeah. I'm... <laughs> Brew me beer. Exactly. <laughs> Let me tell you what the no, downfall no, no, no. of civilization is. You forgot pseudo brew me beer. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Make me a sandwich. More beer. More, More beer. beer. More, More beer. beer. More beer. More beer. Yeah, yeah. 
kind of, it's a self-limiting thing. Which right. You can't type anymore, or speak anymore, recognizably. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't understand the command. <laughs> oh, there is that. Boy. Yes. <laughs> I'm so, sorry. I was miles away. Yeah, you seem to be. Freaking lasers. Sharks with lasers on their heads. This one is some freaking sharks with freaking lasers on their heads. Are those sharks with lasers on them? <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> nice. It was that and Scott Evil becoming... Yeah, evil. Evil, finally. Finally. You were the Diet Coke of evil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so our friends over at Detective Comics... Um, oh yeah, that was interesting. It's an um, I'm not sure if that how that's going to fly in today's comic market, but they've taken the Occupy movement, mm-hmm. which you may remember since the coverage fell off sharply when someone decided not that they weren't heroic anymore. Right. DC Comics. This is from Wired.com. DC Comics turns the Occupy movement into a superhero title. Yep. Okay. I know, I don't get it. I mean, I kind of get it, but... 18 months after the phrase first entered the collective public consciousness, the plight of the 99% is coming to mainstream superhero comics via a new series from the second biggest publisher in the American comic industry, which just happens to be a subsidiary of a multinational corporation that makes around $12 billion a year. Irony, anybody? Yeah. Mm -hmm. In May, DC will launch two new series taking place in their mainstream superhero universe that offer different insights in the class struggle in a world, in a world, in a world filled with superheroes, alien, alien races, and inexplicable events. I got to do it in the movie voice. I have to. The Green Team, written by Tiny Titans and Superman Family Adventures creators Alt Balzar and Franco, with art by Iguara? Ig? Ig? Ig. 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 Yo, Ig! Yeah. What up? Yeah. I mean, it just like looks like Iguana. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Iguana. Well, it's written by Franco. Right. <laughs> <laughs> James, no, not James Franco. 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 Franco and Ig. <laughs> Ig and Franco. Ig and Franco. <laughs> so basically, the green team is the 1%. And the movement is the 99%. Right. So it's this, the two title. Okay, I guess. I guess I'll need to see it. To, yeah. yeah. It just uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't stir anything in No, me. it doesn't stir a single thing, no. It's, yeah, I mean, to me it was one of these, like, wow, they kind of took a... Which for a lot of, even during the move, the Occupy Wall Street and Occupy mm-hmm. movement was still kind of a ambiguous, what exactly is the movement trying to achieve other than the fact people are just frustrated mm-hmm. um, and kind of trying to condense it now into a comic book form. Now, I like the fact that they're presenting the 1% side of mm-hmm. things, yeah, I exactly. guess, where you have a team going out saying, we have a lot of money. Let's use that money. We're going to use the money, though, to help people. Right. I mean, the tagline is, money can buy them happiness, and they want to share it with you. you. Right. Which totally tells you it's a comic book. Well, duh. Yeah, <laughs> If you're going to fantasize, fantasize, fantasize big. 
Yeah, because otherwise the tagline would be "Money can buy you happiness." Sucks to be you. Yep. <laughs> so the and then the movement side, obviously, seeing if they're disenfranchised superheroes, mm-hmm. you know, if they are able to gain a popular backing, do they then become? Super villain. Well, or, or are they no longer part of the ninety nine percent? Will they be put on a pedestal to become part of the one percent as well? So, well, I got mine. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's interesting storylines they can do. It just depends on. I mean, one of the worries I have is that the green team is being written by the folks that do uh, the Tiny Titans and Superman Family Adventures. It doesn't sound like yeah, it's, it's hard hitting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, concepts, but who knows? Maybe they're like, okay, we're done writing for kids. Let's write something more adult, I, I would hope so. Well, in the land of comic book stuff, we've got soon coming The Wolverine. Right. Another Hugh Jackman Wolverine film. Yeah, which, set in Japan. Which, to me, that gives me a lot of hope. because The best Wolverine. time in his thing yeah. was the whole Kitty Pride Wolverine and, yeah. and Wolverine hanging out with his love interest in Japan, right. Yakuza. Yeah. Um, so Silver great story, Samurai, yeah. great storytelling potential there, mm-hmm. but also looking forward to the next X Men movie. They are planning on using the storyline Days of Future Past, right? Another one of the really kind of classic, really great storytelling periods, and they've really confirmed. I don't remember that? Was one. that Cable? No, that was Bishop. Oh, and, Bishop, when he comes oh, back. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Nimrod and yes. right, 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 the right. Dark Future. Yes. Where Rachel gets sent back that's by an yeah. older yeah. Pride. Yeah, it was the precursor to the Cable story. Line. Right. So, yes. yeah, okay, got it. Then they, got they it. leapfrogged even further into right. that future right. for Cable. So, this was the first Jeez. taste of that universe. And they've really confirmed that the all the X Men films do, in fact, take place. In the same universe. So First Class is part of the universe. Okay. And so this is basically a sequel to First Class. Okay. That, due to their ability to to include time travel, will have Patrick Stewart. And Ah. uh, who played Magneto? Uh, Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen McKellen in it in some some capacity. Nice. Along with Michael Fassbender and uh, I forget who they got to do. Young Young X. Yeah. So yeah, it was good though. Very good. While the stupid licensing crap doesn't allow them to have one Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? They're at least having Fox keep keep the X Men universe together and keep them interrelated. So there will be apparently will be plot tie-ins with the Wolverine, uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. Apparently, is even it's Mm. in the mix. Um, So the Wolverine is a direct sequel to it. Um, well, we'll see. This is this is their first real conscious effort to try and tie it all together in a movie. Learn from the Avengers. Well, they looked over universe. at the Avengers. Yeah. And said, okay, that worked this well. This could work really well. Perhaps we should do some retconning and yeah. move forward with this. Cause we've already got some a couple of successful team movies. We just want to talk about that third one. Um, yeah. And most importantly, Brian Singer is back on board. Hmm. Hmm. So be good. Interesting. I'm hoping he can kind of pull the crap out and throw it away and take the good bits. I hope so. Because he was he, he, he did he really good X2, with the first really two. Nailed and, it, yeah, the X yeah. two was really good. But then he left and then didn't he do the Superman movie? He did the Superman which movie. Which I thought was terrible. I thought the Superman you guys I'm always with you. say that. I really liked no, it. I enjoyed it as well for what it was. Yeah. I mean 
as a sequel to the Richard Donner Superman and Superman 2. It absolutely took that story forward. There are bits of it that I couldn't stand where the, he's just been shivved by a barb of kryptonite and then 15 minutes after being on the operating table, he is lifting a continent into orbit. Of kryptonite. Of freaking kryptonite. <laughs> I totally get no, that. No, no, no. I totally yeah. get that. And that, that, yes, that was an oversight for sure. But I enjoyed the movie. I thought the story was really good in the movie. I thought the actors were really good. Well, I just, I, I, I don't loved... have any problem with him having him do that. Yeah. But once you establish he can do that, there is nowhere you can oh, take right. the character. Because you've just shown there ain't nothing that can stop this absolutely. guy. Right. So they absolutely have to do this reboot. Mm-hmm. And I will, we'll see where they go with the reboot. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. got, it's got General Zod in it. Yeah, yeah. But it's not Terrence Stamp playing right. General Zod. Yeah. Right. He was all about Zod. Kneel before yeah. Zod! Like, <laughs> oh, Yeah! This is like a 1930s villain. Right. You know what, though? I couldn't stand the girl. Okay, no, no, uh, I, don't, I don't care. I oh, yeah. She was a banshee. Her. She was horrible. No, she was terrible. No, it was all about Zod. Yeah. The, you know, the big, strong, silent guy was just there for comic relief yeah. and, and right. to be a threat to Superman. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Always like, trying to do the laser vision. Right. Yeah. It's like yeah. a little steam. <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Comic relief. Comic right, relief. right. She was just a harpy. She was annoying. I didn't and like her at all. And then Zod was freaking Zod. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. And, but So Superman Returns as a sequel to you know that, I thought it was a worthy successor. Yeah. But yeah. I'm actually, that's one rapid fire superhero reboot I'm actually able to get behind. Yeah. But I digress. And it is, in fact, all about me. Right. Of course it is. No, and yeah. the, I've seen the posters. I mean, he the guy makes good Superman. And... Oh no, the the guy that yeah. got uh, I forgot his name. H mm. H. It's an H name, like Henry or I'm on Cavill. Henry Cavill. No. Anyway, the person that got to play Zod looks good. Um, the plot, such as has they they're definitely taking a different tack on the character. Um, he's definitely a reluctant hero. Right. And they've shown bits in the previews of... Is it Superman Unbound? No, it's Man of Steel. Man it's of called Steel. Man of Steel. Um, they got What's-His-Face uh, from Waterworld. Kevin Costner playing, oh, playing his dad. <laughs> and the conversations of, you know, well, you know, you're, you're going to get Henry. caught. You're going to get, you know, Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Russell Crowe's so, in it, so, too. Yeah, he plays uh, Jor-El, plays his dad. Yeah. Um, nice. Basically having a conversation with Clark. Maybe you should let just let people die to keep your secret safe. And with that as the seed of not truth, justice in the American way, right. he will go forth and fight coming from his father. His father says, no, hide what you are. Yeah. Because people will kill you and exile you. And that leads to a very different story. Oh, um, yeah. So we'll see yeah. where, they, where they go with it. And that brings us nicely to our... Final break before all of your calls. So warm up your copies of Skype. Point them at VTW Shows. And or if you've got Skype click to call installed, you can come to VTWProductions.com and or AlphaGeekRadio.com. Look in the lower right-hand corner for the I'm Online icon and click on that when the time comes. Again, to remind you what your call-in topic is, what older game franchise would you like to see either brought back in its original form on a tablet, gaming tablet, or perhaps reimagined for portable gaming in this modern era. 
We shall return right after some mini-bosses. Oh yeah, this is Ninja Gaiden.
I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds with opinions. Casually Hardcore continues live on Alpha Geek Radio and simulcasting on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. So Grail was freaking evil mm-hmm. in the break here. Yesterday, Iolite, I, and the family went out to the opening day of the Arizona Renaissance Festival and came back with a large tube of the cinnamon-baked almonds. Mm-hmm. Cinnamon sugar covered almonds roasted in the, just in the copper. Yeah. Oh, even better when they're fresh out of the. Yeah, cauldron. when they're still oh, yeah, warm, warm, it's amazing. Mm, yeah. But you still brought them in here, and now I'm expected to look at them, not eat any more of them, and keep talking without my mouth full. Yep, you do that because I'm going to be eating them, and so I won't be able to talk, so you'll have to keep talking. I'm sending you back the hell out there to get more of them. <laughs> Oh, we'll be out there a couple of times. No worries. So anyway, it's the call-in segment of the show, Nerds with Opinions. And we're going to talk about almonds? Shut <laughs> your... <laughs> almond hole. Yeah, shut your <laughs> <laughs> Just make me come... Here it is. Silence! Whoa. Yeah, turn them back up again. Uh, yeah, because the first one was like... Yeah. It was loud for the shut listeners at home. Up, fool. <laughs> <laughs> Dust off your copies of Skype and point them at VTW shows and tell us your opinions on adapting. You son of a bitch. <laughs> You're just talking. So what, what reason do I have? And there's already somebody lurking on the line. All right. There's a guy who says he's got something. I don't know. You're on Casually Hardcore. I don't know why it's lurking when I do it. Because it's you? Because it's you. Because <laughs> yeah, you, you call in before we actually say call in. So yeah, you're there. lurking. Yeah. Ah. Stalking. Yeah, Stalking. Yeah. So, what do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> Cover us um, while we I, eat all this. I actually have something to say about the call-in topic that today, even though I had <gasps> to... I was vehemently disagreeing with you in your t- uh, discussion of comic book movies. Uh, I was stuck in the IRC. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do where you, you, job, where you belong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I, I can't Make get me a sandwich! Because you guys... All right. Ignore me, but um, uh, yeah, uh, Days of Future Past story, you know, the X Men comic when it came out, it didn't have anything to do with Bishop. That was pre Bishop by like fifteen years. They pasted him in later. He's from that universe. He's from that future timeline, yeah. But when the the actual comic that they're basing this next movie no, off it's, of, it's the Nimrod, Nimrod storyline. Okay, the super, yeah, kind the of. super Sentinel. So wait, what you said you did? We weren't talking about comic book movies. We we're talking about video game movies. Yeah, yeah. No, the uh, the Colin topic. Well, you guys were talking about X Men and Superman movies just before the last. Break. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, the Colin topic about which titles would I like to see ported to a tablet play? Um, it would never happen. But uh, the old school uh, Zelda games, like the SNES ones and the Nintendo DS ones, Ooh, I think would be really, really fun. Yeah. Um... You might see it on, like, the Wii U tablet. Yeah, true, <laughs> true. Yeah, but I don't know uh, yeah, anywhere else. Like, um, Legend of Zelda, um, uh, not Link. Yeah, Link to the Pets. That was probably, I've rebought that game, like, five times already. And Nintendo thanks you. It prints yeah. money! Really? Every time they keep coming, if they come out with a new version of that game on the new console or the new whatever, I'll, yeah, I'll buy it again. Wasn't a Link to the Past, that was the second one, right? 
That was the SNES one, yes. Oh, it's the SNES. Okay. Cause we'll, so technically, it's like the third. Yeah, it would be the third. Game. Because the second one was like that side-scrolling mess. Link's Awakening, yeah. Link's that's Awakening. the side-scrolling yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. We do not speak of it, apparently. No, it, we, I mean, it was okay. No, the but... ones you don't speak of are the ones that are on that other system. I can't uh, the. Oh, I want to say not, not Nat Geo, but something like that. Oh, the Neo Geo. The Neo Geo system, like the CD play ones that were like Dragon's Quest or whatever. Well, the Neo those Geo was an interesting one because for its time, Dragon. it was it was attempting to be direct ports of real video game ROMs. Yeah, right. the drag, like, they're very Dragon's Lair like. Those are the ones that we don't speak of. Ah. Although, I mean, Laserdisc games were kind of, you know, they were a fad. And yeah. The, the Space Ace and uh, Dragon's Lair. Fair's Quest. Mm. Fair's one that you never hear mm. talked about. Nope. He had a freaking keyboard. He had a membrane keyboard on the damn case. That was a, a definite weird departure. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, our friends over at Penny Arcade, their most recent comic, um, his obviously taken from real life is Gabe with his son. So this is Mike and his son. And this is a Super Nintendo. I got it when you were when I was your age. I was just sitting. I was just sitting in the closet, so I figured we might as well. You might as well have it. Now he's sitting, playing with his son, and the son is talking. Are we playing against the computer or those other people? Uh, no, no, it's just us. Is that because it's so old? Nobody plays it anymore. <laughs> uh, no, we really didn't have the internet back then, and it's not that old. It's only like twenty-one year. Oh God. <laughs> Super Mario Kart is old enough to drink. Yep. <laughs> so, if you weren't feeling old at the beginning of this conversation, thank you, Gabe and Tycho, for that one. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling a whole lot older this week. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> I know. Talk Yikes. amongst yourselves. <laughs> Why? Because you want another almond? <laughs> <laughs> More than I can express with words. <laughs> I'm going to start evil, chucking them in your evil. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so good when it hits the mouth. <laughs> Can we stop talking about the almonds, please? Yeah. <laughs> They're right there. I know. And I'm All trying right. to have my presentation. <laughs> okay. Who else is online? Uh, precisely no one. Wow. Oh, that's so sad. We no, were off the air sad, for about a month me. and a half. Oh, I know. Yeah. Sorry, guys. We're back. Call us. Right. Call me. Email. Especially all of you know who you are. Call me. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone with an accent, even if you have nothing to say on the topic yeah. at hand and could not care less, come read from your local phone directory. Mm-hmm. A. Yeah. Abbott. One three six five. <laughs> <laughs> Westchester Lane. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. you can throw in some some fuzzy out of out of country you know, place names. It'll just melt into a puddle. <laughs> right. Right. Of moistness. Ew, that is... I hate that word. Moist? Yeah. Moist. It's not a good word. What's wrong with moist? I don't like it. It's weird. Say it with me. Moist. (laughs) Hmm. Well, anyways, I still think the topic itself is interesting, especially when you combine it with the fact that, like... Like we covered the indie showcases, all iOS and or Android, so it's all mobile now. See, I would love to see something like the old Infocom text adventures. I want to see Zork and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, because I could kill I could kill a plane ride going through one of those games. Yeah, and my God, what an easy port it would be, and what a tiny amount of space it would take up on the device, and you are likely to be eaten by a group. Right. 
Oh, that would be nothing. Because, I mean, I've downloaded all of Zork on a computer. I think it's, like, all whopping 300K. Right. Yeah, it's nothing. So, I mean, I'm sure there's sites out there that probably have it. I'm sure you, you, they're yeah, and coded with, in and within, Flash. Yeah, there, therein lies the <laughs> yeah. rub. Go get a Nexus 10 instead. Right, right. So, you're live on Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? This is Zachary SSW. Hello. You don't have a fuzzy uh, accent, but you'll do. But we have some formalities we need to deal with first, so out with it. I must give a fantastic shout-out to my loving girlfriend, Ambrosia Hartnett. It's a fantastic uh, shout-out. Fabulous! And a happy Valentine's Day this week. Yes, very nearly. No, oh, yeah. There's that, that thing, that Hallmark nah. thing coming up. Nah. We kind of skip it. <laughs> <laughs> Too much going on in February for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just... Well, Valentine's Day is unique in my family because that's my mother's birthday as well. Oh, there you go. A happy birthday shout out to my mother as well. At least she'll never forget it then. That's true. (laughs) Which is indeed what we find. So are you just calling in because we were being pathetic and begged you to, or you actually have things you wish to say? Uh, I had to think about it for a little bit. It was like an old game that I'd like to see either uh, rebooted or um, put onto mobile devices. Uh, it's an old Genesis game I used to play with my cousins every every time we'd get together and hang out. uh, It was General Chaos. Oh, yeah. Oh, the fun chaos. game. Like, oh, I'd like to see that redone. Remember that. Or just port it over. We, we, we could kill like a whole afternoon just playing that. It's like we get maybe two games in, two, three games, and it's like, oh, it's time to go. What, it's been like three hours, five hours already? Wow, where yeah. did the day go? Where did the day go? That was like a quasi-RTS game, wasn't it? Somewhat, yeah, because um, basically it was um, you control squads of uh, different... There was five different types of right. soldiers. There was the, I think, machine gunner, the grenade, uh, demolish, uh, d- dynamite dude, the um, flamethrower, and the rocket launcher guy. And um, you control... The, the squads were sometimes randomized. You couldn't pick the same squad twice. You had to wait, a, you had to wait in between another turn to do it. Right, right. Yeah. But it, it was... It See, was wait a second. Fun. Now, you're not going to be able to hear this over Skype, but the listeners at home will need because I couldn't... You know, you, you did say flamethrower, so... Flamethrower. My favorite. <laughs> you can just guess what that drop-in was. Mm, great movie. <laughs> there one, there's one needs a sequel. Yeah, yeah no kidding. See that later on. Little Dallas Multipass. <laughs> multipass. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think yeah, the Genesis probably would provide some decent. A wealth. Oh, the, yes. There's a depth of library there. And, I mean, there's plenty of shovelware in there, but... <laughs> but, when you're young, but when you're younger, you don't perceive the shovelware. You can, as long as it's not on the level of, like, E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Oh, God, no. I mean, when I used to work at GameStop, um, uh, there was... Uh, I, I get some customers come in and, like, what's the worst game you can think of off top of your head? I'm like, without missing a beat, E.T. <laughs> <laughs> and they stare at me like, mm-hmm. huh? What are you talking about? Like, you don't know the most horribleness in the universe and yeah. you're a little well you're a little more well off than I am. Yeah. That game was pretty terrible. Yeah, it's like it I, is I, the definition I told of them, terrible. Like, hey, if you want to waste moments of your life, then look it up. Mm-hmm. But remember you're not gonna get those moments back. No, so. but these are people who listen to Somewhere our show. there is a landfill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there has to be Indeed. people have done the math of how many cartridges were made. Yep. How many were actually sold. And there's thousands of them out there yep. that were just Dumped in a landfill Dumped somewhere. Dumped in a landfill. I never yeah, played exactly. that game. Yay. But Count yeah. yourself lucky. Lucky you. <laughs> Mentioning the Genesis, that just was... Uh, in, uh... Uh-oh. What? Did you just Uh-oh. throw up on him? Okay, you're still there. That was very strange. You're still with us, uh, Agrius? Nope. Gone. Huh. 
the right before the show, Skype did an update. It looks like the conference call feature is not freaking working. So I just cut off AgriSSW. I apologize for that, but I've brought, I brought you a present. Oh, for me? You're on for the my air. Birthday. Who's calling? Good evening, everyone. This is Tech Priest. Hey, Tech Priest. Hi, Tech Priest. Thanks for calling. You made my day. You're welcome. <laughs> Can we not screw this one up? Okay. All right. So what, is your, uh, what are your feelings on the calling topic? Uh, I have not seen the calling topic. I'm watching Top Gear. <laughs> <laughs> Season 19? Yes, uh, episode 3. See, I haven't downloaded it because it just became available on the iPlayer, so when we're done here, I'll be downloading that one because Top Gear is the freaking bomb. Yeah, and they're making fun of Americans in this episode. It's great. When don't they? <laughs> I mean, if they're making fun of Hammond, they're making fun of effectively of a small American, so... <laughs> but I digress. No, I, I simply messaged him in IRC saying, call in Daxony in your voice. <laughs> Yeah, he did. You need to you massage, really massage her ears with the sultry sound of your voice. Well, the call-in topic is um, old-school games. Which one would you like to see on uh, be converted to a tablet form? Oh, that's... Hmm, let me think. Yeah, it's not necessarily an easy one. I know. No. Um, hmm. What was your favorite? Make sure you make noises form? and say words while you're thinking about <laughs> <No>. Yeah. <laughs> I shall turn around and see what I have on my shelf. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tell us what you have on your shelf. You know, another really good one I think would be great is uh, the Shadowrun game for the Genesis that we're constantly pulling out every so many years to play it. You could do that. You'd have to put like a little stick control yeah. on it, like they well, do if you look at the Razer one. Well, yeah, obviously, it, but I'm talking about non for a regular tablet, regular yeah. tablet for non gaming yeah. tablet. To, but I, it's not, it was what it. He moved like up and down and sideways, so it's not like it's kind no, of complicated. No, no, Genesis movement. was advanced. They had the full eight directional. Very. Yes, very. <laughs> right. for, for their day, they were the bomb. <laughs> right. No, yeah, yeah, I would take that. Well, I mean, we're getting Shadowrun Returns. True. Not soon enough. It appears that they have already made the old school game I would like to in the tablet form, and that's uh, Baldur's Gate. Oh, ah, yes, yes, we were speaking about that earlier. Yeah. But apparently they didn't make it well. Yeah, it <laughs> is the needs, problem. needs a little work. I have not looked at the tablet form yet for I don't have an iPad. Oh, okay. We will have to fix that at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Well, Tech Priest, thank you for taking time to call in and, and make Dex a very happy woman. Thanks, Tech Priest. No problem. <laughs> now, a wild Doc Dead would appear. Oh, no. There may be a wild Doc Dead here. Wow, welcome. Haven't heard you in a while. Yep. I'm sorry for that, but it's great to hear you guys again. So, uh, well, first, I want to thank uh, Gnomewise for reminding me that I needed to get into the etherwebs of the torrents to find the latest Top Gear, because that's that's time of day every day, oh, every yes. week. It is so a happy, very happy thank they're Tech back. Thank Tech for that, because Tech Priest was the bastard who was watching it live. Uh, <laughs> yes, the bastard. But besides that... Uh, when we talk about games that I can see transmitted over to the tablet or devices like that, it's hard for me because I hate the interface of most mobile devices. Mm -hmm. But like you were saying with the old LucasArts-type games as such, where I could see Loom and some of those, I would love to see most all of those side tools. wow. Like, I'd love to see King's Quest. I'd like to see all of the Leisure Suit Larrys. Oh, <laughs> the Sierra games. I forgot yeah. about Leisure Suit Larrys. So Biggest ones for me has to be Day of the Tentacle. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, see, you've, you've hit a rich furrow here. Yeah. Of that, from that whole point-and-click adventure era. Yep. Mm-hmm. Maniac mean, Mansion. To de- de- uh, what was the one of Grim Fandango? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be a wonderful game. And it's one of the things that I – they did it with the Monkey Island series. Mm-hmm. And I think it transitioned very well because not only did they give you that – they kind of got away with the old click talk to do that and did it with a more smart interface. But they upgraded the graphics, the music, everything like that, and just it felt like a fresh They gave them love. Game. Yeah. Those wouldn't be bad at all. Mm, no, good call there. That yeah. was – see, something – once you think about it, it's like, oh, no, now that makes complete sense. Yeah. Because – you don't, you don't even have to really redesign the interface at all. Right. Because it was already... It was the early days of the mouse. Right. Where they were thinking, ooh, this is a novel thing. We can actually point and click. Anything um, that's a mouse and that's not, you know, like a re- RTS is, right. you know, fair game on these devices. For well, sure. I think the cool thing about that is then some of us who haven't played some of those games... We'll, You'll be discovering them for we'll the first time. We'll be discovering time. some of the older, more popular games, you know, more nostalgic games for other people, which I think is really neat because I've never played the tentacle game. <laughs> the day of the tentacle? Yes. You couldn't even say <laughs> the, the whole... Cause, no. Well, because you're jumping into this after Japanese tentacle porn has been introduced <laughs> into your ex- world experience. Mm. This predates that for most of us, so it didn't have these particular overtones. <laughs> so your brain didn't automatically leap to, and where does the tentacle go? <laughs> <laughs> well, and what kind of music is playing at the one? So it would be, you know, it'd be neat to have some of these translated into mm. something that I carry with me all the time. Hence, I'd be able to play some of these. No, when I was playing WoW, I would always see the people who got that the rare tentacle pet off of uh, Cthulhu, oh. Oh, off yeah. of Cthun, and uh, would always think, "Oh, look, they have the tentacle." Mm-hmm. Where's the purple one? Where's the purple and green? Right. Exactly. You see. But I digress. No now, those are all wonderful. So, yes, any of those games, and if don't forget things like Dungeon Crawlers, like the old, all the old ones where you got Baldur's Gate, like give me Pool of Radiance, all those, give yeah. me World of Zine, games like that. There were the old Dungeon Crawlers, kind of that pseudo 3D back in the day games. Those are my thoughts. But, Pathways into Darkness. You know. Yes. It's the original oh. Bungie game. Really? Yep, it was a literally a dungeon crawler for Mac OS oh. at the time. Oh, well, that explains why nobody heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> See how far Bungie has come. Yeah, no kidding. Because they did, immediately after that, they did Marathon. Right. Which uh, yeah. is Halo's direct yeah. ancestor. Yeah. Um, actually, Marathon was a damn good game for its for its era. Um, and But it really showed the storytelling that Bungie had in them because there was a huge story arc going on that was revealed during the gameplay which then you see them getting even better at with Halo right well that's cool so, but Pathways into Darkness was the old frame by frame yeah uh, no it wasn't frame by frame it wasn't like Wizardry it was it was full 3D very Motion. early 3D extremely primitive but it would be kind of fun to have that with a tap interface now, once I've learned under the new version of Skype here how to conference call, I brought back in a certain Agri SSW who <laughs> so rudely hung up on earlier. Like, well, what else did you have to say, young sir? Oh, I thought it was on my end. I no. didn't know it was uh, an error on their end. No, I... I re- Gnomewise cannot make errors like that. Oh, I see. I, I am infallible. Yes. Thank you. You are the great Gnomewise. Someone who the understands me. I understand you. 
Uh, but Talk yes, amongst um, yourself. Uh, Doc Dead over here actually brought up another uh, game that I was thinking of too. Is he mentioned the Lucas games, like uh, two of the games that were close to my heart were Sam and Max Point and Click Adventure and the mm. Full Throttle uh, game. See, Sam and Max still enjoy publication right now, don't they? This is true. Yes. So, Weren't they on a Kickstarter even? Yeah. They were one of the early... We're all... <laughs> Waiting to see if uh, Nemesis shoots himself with an arrow. <laughs> well, I mean, it has a pencil eraser on I the know, tip. But we're, we were all dead air there from yeah. looking out the window at Nemesis, who, while we were at the Ren Festival yesterday, he got, he's gotten interested in bows in a big way because of Disney Pixar's Brave. Oh, okay. Ah, yes. Oh, and fun. Looking around at the Ren Festival for the first time, realized it sunk in that wait a second, this is exactly the kind of place where they might sell bows. Right. It's like dad yeah. bow, dad. Do the, we got to find a bow. Where, right. where are the bows? And they had right. one bowyer in the whole damn place. Yep. So yeah. he's, got a, he's got a yes. youth bow, and he's now um, outside the window here shooting at a target. <laughs> Um, he needs instruction is what he yes. needs. <laughs> yes, indeed. Luckiest boy I can think of. <laughs> I wish I had a bow at that age. Oh, Put your, your eye out. Yeah. <laughs> it was serious bow, though. Oh, yeah, his was a serious bow. Yeah. Serious the, arrow, the arrows were serious. Okay. The bow wasn't so much. Now he's got the child arrows with the eraser tip on it. And nice. He knows we're watching him. Not, subco- okay, not self-conscious I'm, at all. Yeah. I'm now kind of hoping that I don't see the uh, the Facebook post the, of Gnome or uh, Aya with an arrow in her in their, <laughs> in their, in their head. In the, yeah, it, uh, I would be happy if I merely took an arrow to the knee. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Be a little higher. I don't want him to guarantee any Actually, more siblings. To tell you exactly where his arm height is would be very bad for Gnome yeah. Rice. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We've already taken steps to guarantee there will be no more children. Nemesis, you don't need to take out yeah. further insurance. <laughs> Just got to put this one to bed. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. We need to wrap this up. Gentlemen, thank you for calling. Thank you for having us, Thanks. Casual. And... Definitely. Thank you. Wonderful show. Woo. Indeed. Indeed. And you have been listening to Hardcore. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Two hours of your life you're not going to get back, but you won't regret it because we are hardcore. Hardcore. Say it with me. Hardcore. Hardcore? You weren't fast enough, so you weren't hardcore enough. Damn it. It's not hardcore. No, you weren't hardcore. Hardcore. (laughs) (laughs) I think we know who is holding us back. That's right. (laughs) You are the weakest link. Hello. (laughs) All right. So let's do our closing words, which are send us your emails, the show at alphageekradio.com. Request things. Oh, speaking of, uh, if you've been watching the blog posts on alphageekradio.com, I finally got around to actually emailing people that they were winners in the great goodie bag giveaway oh, of Bot 12. Yeah. And most of you have responded. Uh, check your email, whichever email you submitted when you uh, registered for that. And make sure that if I need a mailing address from you, you have sent it. Mm-hmm. And I am beginning to hit the UPS store hard and should have realized just how expensive it can be to ship some of the stuff overseas. Right. Uh, maybe calling on you guys for a small donation <laughs> later. <laughs> Don't you the cost of sending stuff to Scotland. Yeah. Scotland. Scotland and... Can you ship me with it? <laughs> and you'll come back and you'll you'll speak with a with a brogue, huh? Uh. <laughs> mm.
find us on Facebook. You can see us as Alpha Geek Radio and Casually Hardcore. Follow us on the Twitter, Alpha Geek Radio. Gnomewise, Izzy Grail, Daxus CH, and those you know, those other people. But they're not here yeah. right now. Meh. They Check don't post our- anything anyways on Twitter. I've posted like one thing in six months. <laughs> Seriously. Hence why you were behind on the hardcore thing. Oh, I know. I'm hardcore so sorry. Hardcore. I'll work harder. Hardcore. If you would like, follow our sister feeds also on alphageekradio.com, Alpha Geek Interviews and Alpha Geek Radio. We got stuff coming up. I'm populating the events page there mm-hmm. on the site. We've got, uh, hopefully, I'm hoping they will announce a Wootstock 5.0 this year, so we can go do that. Phoenix Comic Con, hoping to get to DEF CON this year. We shall see about the PAX thing later in the year. Many variables yet to be worked out between now and then, but we'll get as much fun content on the old Alpha Geek Radio and Alpha Geek Interviews feeds for you as the year goes on. We just registered for our media passes for Phoenix Comic Con today. Yay, so which is going to be great. Here's coming. If you have the time... Go to alphageekradio.com, and if you're going to buy something from Amazon anyway, start your search from the little search widgets in the lower right-hand corner, and we will get a cut of the proceeds at no extra cost to you. Helps us keep all this stuff going forward on a weekly basis. That's right. Thank you all for your support, and I will let you know once all the goodie bags have been shipped to the various places around the globe. And I have been Gnomewise. I've been Grail. I've been Dexa. And we are... Out of here. Oh, listen, miss. I don't know when to say hardcore. Hardcore. Ah, Uh, you didn't get it. Nice try. And how come you only point at him when you want to say it? You never point at me. You know why? Because you you guys want to do this little thing by yourselves. That's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) You can have have all the buttons on the left side. I just want the one that goes like this. (laughs) Shut up. Out of here. Yep. Bye-bye, radio people.